In a time where startups are booming and entrepreneurship is at a peak, we have a service that will help elevate any business. Univercole provides graphic design services that can take your business to the next level. These services include customized logos, business cards, brochures, flyers, and documents such as letterhead to help you distinguish your brand identity. We know a lot of you are like our founder, Justin, and are starting your businesses from scratch. So we also offer brand identity packages that can include your logo design, business cards, a digital promotional flyer, customized documents, announcements, and more. We understand what it's like to start from scratch and can meet you where you are in your business. Email info at univercole.design, U-N-I-V-E-R-C-O-L-E, for a consultation and view the Univercole portfolio on Instagram and Facebook at Univercole, U-N-I-V-E-R-C-O-L-E. And now back to the Cole Logic Podcast. You are now tuned in to another Cold Logic experience. We book sharing, sharing books. You feel me? We're back in it. With the Queen, Shahrazad Ali, the Black Man's Guide to Understanding the Black Woman. It sounds like I'm whispering. It's because I am. <laughs> it's late. My roommate's sleep. But it is what it is. I hope y'all can hear me. I'm about to check and see how this sounds. Quick. Hold up, hold up, hold up. to let you guys know that we are currently in chapter 9 if you've been following us so far we've been like halfway through the book you know I've been through her childhood the teenage years the adult years the social integration communication family relationships money
bear with me guys we gonna get into it you might get through the whole chapter tonight so let's do this thing y'all might hear the sound in a second but I'm gonna start reading cause it's long taking forever so yeah we in chapter 9 we're gonna talk about housekeeping. Alrighty. Oh, you're good. Bear with me, guys. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds good. I don't hear my music. We're gonna get into it. Might get through the whole chapter tonight. So, let's do this thing. The sound in a second, but I'm gonna start reading because it's long to take a So, yeah, we in chapter nine. We're gonna talk about housekeeping. Alrighty. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry, guys. I never did that before. I should have did that before. But, oh well. Y'all got the live. <laughs> Chapter 9, Housekeeper. Another way the black man can access the mental condition of the black woman is to examine the way she keeps house. Although traditionally a fine dresser, the black woman is subject to keeping a nasty house. She dresses impeccable to go out in the most spectacular outfit, but her home or apartment may be a wreck. There may be roaches, rats, and bed vermin. Note that if her house is dirty, she can't be right. She will continue to keep a dirty house if the black man continues to act like it's not important. She will spend long grueling hours at her hairdresser and not be willing to spend 30 minutes a day cleaning her living quarters. She is known to try to entertain a man in the midst of her messy house. She may blame her sloppily kept house on the fact that she works, goes to school, or just doesn't have time. These are all rank excuses, which prove she has her priorities in the wrong order. There is no excuse for a daily rumpled clothes strewn throughout the house, dirty ashtrays, dusty furniture, a sink full of dishes, sold bed linen, spoiled food in the fridge, or overflowing trash in the kitchen. If the bathroom is littered with hair, ring around the tub, crud in the sink or on the floor, the black man's activities, I mean the black woman's activities and attentions are misplaced. If her home is like any of the above descriptions, the black man can be assured that she moving through life too fast running the streets too much and neglecting her home duties she must be reminded by the black man to keep her house clean so that she will not think he is blind when the black woman sees that the black man is observant and dissatisfied with her housekeeping she may tighten up her act at least momentarily her habits are difficult to break if 
the black woman lives with a black man, sometimes she starts out being on top of the house cleaning. Her next step is to ask the man to chip in and help. And the next step is to stop doing it altogether. The black man has every right to instruct his woman to clean up the house. If he complains and she rebels, her reaction may continue may be to continue to let the house go to hell until she is ready to clean it up which will not be when he tells her to black women and some black men also consider the house as the woman's domain and whatever she does in the house is her business and her responsibility she is allowed to run it however she pleases the rule seems to be that she controls inside and he controls Outside, this is wrong. Authentic page. This is wrong. The black man has the right to decide how he wants his home kept, both inside and out. Keeping the house clean can become a real bone of contention between black couples. Black women associate keeping the house for a man with being his maid which has a somewhat negative connotation due to her being forced to be a maid during slavery. Housekeeping represents hard work that she is not interested in doing on a regular basis. She doesn't have time. If the black man expects the black woman to hang up his clothes and take care of him or cook dinner on time, iron a shirt every once in a while, wash or scratch his head, rub his back or do any of the wifely duties she may respond I ain't your mama I'm not his slave or what is wrong with you get it yourself or I don't feel like it I'm tired if the black woman would spend more time making her home a haven for the black man he might want to stay in it more instead of looking outside for a peace of mind keeping the house clean also gives the black woman less time for the other foolishness she practices that bogs her down and steals her energy. No man wants to stay at home in a dirty house where he can't find a clean place to sit or lay. He also does not like it when his clothes are not clean or and in place. The black woman thinks that he should take care of it himself. She believes in unisex housekeeping. You take care of yourself and I'll take care of mine. If the black man should leave to go out to an undesignated destination, she believes that she has the right to out go out to. She will exert all kinds of time adjustments in order to get dressed and leave when he does or shortly thereafter. She may even follow the black man to try to show up at the same place he hangs out and then act like it's a coincidence. The black woman does not know that the black no black man likes to look up in a club or bar and see his woman there when he doesn't expect her. This is one of her one of the times that she could be home cleaning the house. But her anxiety tells her that if he can go out, so can she. If she's at home, she wants him to be at home too. When she is ready to go to bed, she wants him to be ready to go to bed too. That the black woman wants the black man home with her all the time is an absolute contradiction to her real desire because no woman wants a man under her feet at every moment of the day, every day. She has other woman type things to do. 
In spite of this, she remains determined to keep up with the black man, even if it means she has to neglect the house or herself. There is plenty for a woman to do at home on a Friday or Saturday night other than party. When she does go out alone, she likes to pretend that she is unattached and unavailable, but mainly she likes to go out so she can flirt a little and be flirted with. This reaffirms for her that she is still attractive and still in demand. She does this every once in a while as a test to see if she can still catch the attention of a man. In order for her to be satisfied with her survey, the quality of a man must be good. If a jive or a square dude makes a pass at her, it doesn't count. She may dance, act alluring, or perform brazenly to get attention from strange men on the premise that she may just attract a good one. She wants to always keep her options open since she is admittedly dissatisfied with the black man she has. If she is angry with her man, she is more apt to go out night clubbing. She may return home later that night to her dirty house in complete disarray. She may be half drunk, stinking of tobacco and reeking with sweat and never tell her man how low down she behaved in public. Black women do not just go out with other women just to have companionship to be together. They can be together at home. They sometimes travel in packs when they go out so their motive would appear innocent enough. But if the black woman goes out clubbing at night alone or with her friends, she is looking for another man. Even if she only intends to fool around for that evening, she is up to no good. Make no mistake about her low intention. She does not have any business being out at night by herself for purpose of entertainment or in the name of having some fun. She is wrong for trying to keep up with the black man by following him around and she should be home before dark unless accompanied by a man or other security, unless she is intending to an emergency. Certainly an emergency could be classified as running to the store for food or beverages or sim similar permissible trips. Black women think that staying in at night, especially on the weekend, is an outdated old-fashioned idea designed to hold the black woman down. The black man should hold her down himself. Her so-called freedom and equality with black, with the black man, has put the black home in shambles. She can relax at home doing womanly things. And if she wants to dance or see dancing, she can watch BET video Soul, or she can join a woman only aerobic class and dance up a storm and keep in shape at the same time. There are many societal rules that have not changed. They have remained firm because they create the desired result in the behavior of the citizens who inhabit the land. The desired result for the black woman is to be satisfied with her home and her family and commit herself to the establishment and not constantly fly into a tizzy every time the black man walks out the door. Her actions do not stop the black man from doing whatever he wants to do. They just wear her out from trying. There is another type of black woman who is meticulously clean. 
she might even be considered as too neat. She is obsessed with the eradication of dirt. Her nervousness makes her to possibly fix dinner and remove all the food and dishes before everyone is finished eating. If her man comes in late and she has already cleaned the kitchen, put all the food away and dares anyone to mess it up again, she feels that if the black man stays out past the dinner hour, then he doesn't deserve to eat. The too neat black woman wants everything in place, including the black man. Subconsciously, this kind of black woman may try to clean up the external filth because of her high level of internal filth. She may break to her friends that I got him trained and he knows not to mess up anything and I'll have a fit. And to keep from hearing her mouth sometimes, the black man obeys her house rules as if he is a guest. A black woman who is usually very neat will use the house as a battleground if she is displeased with the black man. She will stop cleaning up, stop cooking, and let it all go to hell as a statement of her dissatisfaction or get, or to get his attention. She calculates that when the black man gets tired of eating out, wearing dirty wrinkled clothes, and not having sex with her, he will relent, give in, and submit to her wishes. The black woman gains confidence when she is able to successfully trick the black man. She loves the challenge when the black man recognizes her tricks and games and tries to work a game back on her. She delights in trying to outmaneuver him. Albeit the black woman practices larceny and some other kinds of nonsense, it is the black man who must bust her and bust her repeatedly until she gives up the game. Very few black women know the pleasure and thrill of being in accord with the black man. All the good things she says she wants would immediately available would be immediately available to her if she drops her defenses, drops her suspicions, and allows herself to melt in the waiting arms of the man who loves her. The man is a man enough. The man who is man enough to provide and protect her and deserve her love. The man who is the most beautiful, the most regal, and the most sought-after creature of God's earth, the black man. This position would be increased. I'm sorry. This position would increase her self-worth and gradually heal the psychological wounds of the wicked society. Nothing should she does takes place of the black man. Nothing she does takes place of the black man. Even when she convinces herself that celibacy is not only healthy but desirable, she is lying. Black women say that, say they want a man desperately but have given up because they can't find the one they want, so they rather be alone. And they are. No idea or thing can be replaced, can replace the black man. No idea or thing can replace the black man. He was the first life to appear on earth for as far back as can be determined. He, his will has kept this whole thing going. True, he is sometimes lost in the wilderness, battling beasts flocking against him. The black woman does not see him fighting for his life. Instead, she sees him as interrupting hers. He is a pain 
and he is a bother and he is not happy. No man can be happy until his woman lets him be. Such a powerful position the black woman seems to be in. The fact that her empowerment is self-destruction does not matter to her. She is selfish. She does not know. She does not even know who the black man is. She does not know that she can have heaven on earth if his will be done. She won't even try it. She is a braggart and thinks she is too good to submit. She thinks she knows what's best and has to look out for herself. She lives in total fear that something might happen that she isn't ready for. She does not have to be on the front line. She can follow in the footsteps of her God, but she won't let her God get in front of her. She is afraid she will lose her place in line. She feels cornered. She says she slacks up on taking care of the house or caring for the black man because she gets bored and tired. Tired of the same routine day after day, day in and day out. The general duties of doing the, for the black man get to be a bother. Some black women will not even serve the, a, the black man a plate of food. Some will not even cook the food. Her modernity tells her that if a certain activity gets old, she has to move on. It is odd that she bores of the regularity and uniformity involved and maintaining day-to-day life. Excuse me. The entire universe is built on harmony and repetitiveness. The great ball of fire and light we call the sun rises every morning, day in and day out. All life on earth is generated from the dependability of the sun. It is certain and reliable, committed to its responsibility to rise and set every day in some form. So are the moon and the stars. So is the earth and all the planets. The earth has been continuously spinning for over 76 trillion years of recorded history. If the earth stops spinning, all life will commence to halt and fall off. The 139,255,000 square miles of water would be overpowered will overpower the 57,255 square miles of land. The seasons of winter, spring, summer, and fall also clock in regularly within 12 months every year. Every year. Nature comprised of this routine to benefit the inhabitants of the continent. Humans plan Humans plan and survive based on the daily dependability of certain happenings established by nature. These routine occurrences give security. The black woman is out of sync with the natural order of the universe because she refuses to adhere to the principles set forth in a systemized existence where repeat means everything. The variations of daily life she craves is called disorganization and confusion. The variations of daily life she craves is called disorganization and confusion. 
She refers to and defends her disorganization as doing things her own way. She maintains the idea that freedom means she can do all any way she pleases. There is no freedom without responsibility. Her purpose has been reduced to obligation to fight for her rights of superiority over her man. The mere idea is of obeying a black man doing what he tells her to do is considered as non-assertive. To work in unity with him on the idea can frighten her because she sees it as submersion of one personality into another. In a business, this, called, this is called a merger. She does not want to merge with the black man to double his power because she wants individualism. The black man, his woman, and his children are considered a nation. No nation can survive and exist trying to cater to the individual needs of each member. There are overriding rules that must be obeyed by every member to ensure the success of the whole. The head of the nation must be respected and must make these determinations and enforce them. If the nation is wounded in the head because the body is diseased, it will soon be rendered invalid and crumbled. It is a slow deadly process that is predictable by learned social scientists. It is represented by what we see today in the chaotic example of the black family. The black woman and the black man, the black man and the black woman must become one in their unit. They must become one in their thinking in terms of one. They must be in agreement of the goals and work in the interest of one. They are one. Nothing is more pleasing than the peace at home daily. If a black woman works to try to please the black man, he will try work to try to please her. By nature, the black man cannot submit to the black woman, so she is wasting everybody's time trying to do so. On her shoulder, she has an original hard head, hardened and frozen against the warmth of the black man's love. While the black man is reported to be dying faster than the black woman, it is the black woman who is helping him to his grave. Most ill health is caused by diet. The main job of the woman has always had is that of nutrition. Women prepare the food. It is a very important position in any nation because food is what sustains all life. Everything eats something. Yet the black woman complains about cooking and feeding her family as if it were an unnecessary assignment discovered to bother and repel her. She does not see it as a life-preserving duty. It is. The only connection to diet she has is she's trying to lose weight. She is known to slap a meal together in 15 minutes. The black man must insist the black woman study food stuff and make determinations about which items are best for the digestion. Growth and longevity of life. It is she who can single-handedly decide whether or not to extend the life of her family with well-planned nutrition meals or to destroy it by delivering up a quickly prepared preservative filled valueless food designed just to just fill the stomach the only way the black man will live healthier and stronger is for the black woman to take over her responsibilities concerning 
and it will operate for a long time. If it is abused for 30, 40, or 50 years, it will decay and cease. Allowing children to eat junk food, forcing her man to eat out of greasy restaurants, and doing everything she can to keep from cooking is horrendous. The black woman must accept her job as the black man must accept his. There is a very special equality in sharing the necessary burdens of nurturing the black nature. None of this means that the black woman must dedicate her life in its entirely to cooking and cleaning. She must train her children to do their part and if the right effort and the right spirit is shown, the black man is known to chip in and do his part of taking care of the home. Keeping the house clean is a shared responsibility of people who live together in the same dwelling. Each person must do their part. Some household duties are more tedious and unattractive appearing than others, but all are required to live in a clean environment, inside and outside. If the black man shows a little interest and helps out, she is more apt to do better than she has in the past. Lastly, the black man should not allow the black woman to put him out or tell him to get out every time she gets mad at him. If she's mad, she should be the one that leaves. It's not her house. It belongs to them both. The black man must start to take a positive, firm look at what goes on around his home. The condition of his children, what his woman wears, what happens in his absence, absence and presence. Many black women, I'm sorry, many black men take the position that certain home activities or decisions are strictly up to the black woman. This is true only to a certain point. Whether or not the black man is directly involved or not, he should stay abreast of, of everything from the children's grades and recreation to his woman's menstrual cycle and what she cooks for dinner. He must stop pretending that he is not interested, interested in what goes on with his woman and children. He has a right to know these things and the black woman has an obligation to make a daily or nightly report of the day's activities in the black man's home. This includes black men and black women who do not live with the man they belong to. Certain oh shit. This includes black women who do not live with the man they belong to. Separate quarters has no bearing on the sharing of important information if a man and a woman have committed themselves to other to each other steadily. Dang, I'm just messing up all the words today. Separate quarters has no bearings on the sharing of important information if a man and woman have committed themselves to each other steadily. Today's relationship styles dedicate Oh, sorry. Today's relationship styles dictate that the man and the woman maintain separate, secret separate parts of their personalities and they do not share with each other or separate areas of their desires. These mates believe that there, there are certain special privileges. I'm sorry. I'm not reading the same words that's on this book. 
just horrible tonight. Excuse me, people. I might have to do this one over, but we're gonna keep going. These mates believe that there are certain special private things about them that their mate or other intimate friends absolutely should not know. So they practice the behavior of this part of them with other strangers or relationships manufactured and considered to be distant enough from their day-to-day lives so as not to be found out. There should not be anything, not any part of a black man and a black woman that cannot share with each other if called upon to do so. This does not just include pleasure. Everyone has certain frailties hidden inside that must be protected for fear of discovery and rejection. If the black man should happen to stay away from the home or his woman for an ungodly length of time such as longer than overnight, two, three, or four, five, six, or seven days, etc., the black woman may let the house cleaning backslide a little bit. She at first worries alone, then she tells her best friend, then she tells her family, then she makes the unusual calls around town to see if anyone else has seen him. She may personally check out a few of his regular hangouts if he has any, and after she has exhausted all the routine channels, she starts to get angry. She becomes furious that he has disappeared seemingly without a trace and not called to let her know where he is. She is more concerned about where he is and who he's with than what his physical safety is. What his physical safety is. After about two days, she decides that he must be up to no good or he will call in and check in. It is difficult to describe the terroristic thoughts that flow through her head at that phase. She imagines of the worst catastrophic, I'm sorry, she imagines of the worst catastrophes possible. Not tragedies about sickness or bodily harm, but tragedies about him having gone for good, about him being with another woman, about him being off somewhere, not loving her anymore. Whenever the black man is absent, the black woman starts to consider that he is gone because he doesn't want her anymore. She can't begin to surmise how he could be away from her for any extended amount of time and still love her. She thinks that if he is not with her, that she never crosses his mind. She thinks he forgets all about her when he becomes involved with other people or activities. She commences to plan how she will handle it. She will greet him and she will greet him when, I'm sorry. She commences to plan how she will handle it, how she will greet him when and if he returns, and whether or not he will have a good excuse explanation when he gets back. Actually, if the black man stays away from the black woman for an extended stretch of time, it is better if he stays away long enough for her to get over her anger. At first, she is worried. Then she is suspicious. Then she is mad. Then she is lonely without him. And then decides she doesn't care what happened. She just wants him to come back. If he stays away for at least a week, by the time he returns, 
two have gotten past the anger and will just be glad to see him. This may sound simplified, but the stages of missing the black man are very traumatic for the black woman. It is a period of extreme self-examination and insecurity. She not only may neglect the house, but she may neglect the present time and place she is living in. Her concentrated worry is all-encompassing and takes up nearly her every conscious moment. It is like a thud, a bitterness, a trembling in her stomach, and a nagging pull in the center of her chest, a constant ache, a longing for completion. If she is wise, she will use her time constructively, overhaul the house, redo her closets, make something, go someplace intelligent, or prepare a surprise for her man to welcome her home. She will be fine if she just remembers the good times, the dependability of her man's love, and that he is trustworthy with her love and will not go away and leave her forever. She must, she should trust in his motives and know that if he is away, he has to be, and when he gets finished with whatever he is doing, he will come back and continue to love her just as much as the things will be fine. She should continue on with her daily responsibilities using her memory to remind her that a logical explanation will be forthcoming. The black man should explain to the black woman that sometimes he may have to be away but that he will always return to her and that he does not stop loving her just because sometimes he has to be away from her. And that concludes chapter 9 housekeeping. Uh, let me know how trash my reading was this time and I'll do this over I would say donate but <laughs> the way I felt about how I just read it that uh, forget about it we're gonna go and continue with chapter 10 and we'll be back with another cold logic experience hopefully my roommate don't kill me <laughs>